to be in God's house this morning, isn't it? Amen. Are you glad to be saved this morning yeah. in the house of the Lord? I hope and pray if you've made your way to the house of God that you're saved. If you are not saved this morning, I hope when you exit these doors that you know the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It is wonderful to be here. The choir's fixing to sing for us this morning. Looking forward to that. Is that right, Brother Terry? Choir's fixing there. You're fixing to lead us in a song. Brother Terry's going to lead us in a song. Now, I've asked the choir. I turned around just a second here ago and asked him to sing like it was the last time that they would be singing for the rest of their life this morning. And if you're here this morning, if you've come to worship, let's get our mind wrapped around this this morning. This may be the last time right here that we're ever gathered together in the house of God. So let's worship like it's our last time. Let's be sensitive like it's our last time. Let's sing like it's our last time. Let's choir sing like it's our last time. And Lord willing, I'll preach like it's my last time this morning. So let's pray for the service. Brother Terry, you come on. All right, let's all stay on page number six.
one more, page 52.
and think a minute on the goodness of God. Now, you can complain about what happened on the job this week. You can complain about what happened in your family, husband. You can complain about what happened with your wife. Wife, you can complain about what happened with your husband. Children, you can complain about what happened with your parents. Parents, you can complain about what happened at school. You can complain about what happened down in the community at the social meeting. You can complain about what happened in politics. You can complain about what happened this week on the national scheme. You can complain about what happened geographically, nationally, and around the world, and in Ukraine, and in China, and in Russia. But there is one thing you cannot complain about this morning, and that is the blessed goodness of God. This morning we can say a lot. There's a lot we can talk about, a lot we can say. But I have no complaints this morning. No complaints whatsoever with the goodness of God. I appreciate the fact that one day as a little 10-year-old boy, that the goodness of God made its way to me in a little white church house on the side of the road. And His goodness has ran after me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the... While they were singing that first verse, I started thinking about Psalms chapter 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. So in light of that, enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him and bless His name. For the Lord is good. <laughs> you get that this morning? The Lord is good. 
good. And I would express that any way I knew how this morning. If all I knew was to sit there and just say amen, thank you, Lord. I'd just sit there and say amen, thank you, Lord. If all I could do was weep and cry, I'd just sit there and weep and cry. If I needed to come to an altar and say, God, thank you for being good to me, I'd come to an altar, Brother Terry, and say, thank you, Lord, for being good. He's been good enough to express some gratitude to him this morning. Now, I think it'd be perfect and in order for the choir to sing that whole song again this morning. Like you've never sung, like it's your last song this morning, choir. Like you'll never get to walk these steps again and sing praise to God. Let's lift our voice to God. He is worthy of our praise. He left his throne on high and came down to this wicked, ungodly world, bled and died for a bunch of wretches like you and I rose again and said come to me i believe we ought to thank him this morning hallelujah to the name of god sing choir for the glory of god
service so if you're part of the choir please hang around and uh, let's go ahead and do that uh, September the 29th uh, ladies night out with a purposeful woman of God at top uh, Talmo Baptist Church uh, it's at seven o'clock bus leaves at six so if you're interested in uh, riding the bus over there please be here at six o'clock uh, a couple other things uh, Jack Hayley you'll still want to meet with the happy pilgrims right after service before choir practice so it's right up here somewhere all right, happy pilgrims right here to meet with Jack uh, Hayfley. And uh, my wife, uh, if you were not here yesterday for the for the ladies' meeting, and even if you were, uh, she would love it if uh, y'all could come back around, uh, be here by 4.45 today uh, to have a, a quick prayer before the service. And she would like to talk to you about what they talked about in the ladies' meeting as well. All right, thank you very much. It's already been good to be in the Lord's house this morning, hasn't it? Maybe you came in here this morning just about ready to give up. I want to tell you this morning, the Lord, he's not giving up on you. 
You say, how do you know that, Brother Jay? Well, you're in this building this morning. You're here this morning and you're still breathing. And the Lord's still working. Aren't you glad of that? The grace of God this morning. The goodness of God. That's what this service has been about this morning thus far. I'm grateful that he's never give up this morning. Y'all pray for Charlie as she sings. just can't understand all the struggles within me. There's been times I've strayed away, even times I could not pray. But somehow my faith would say, just hold on, there's a brighter day. He never gave up. against the wall and you feel all hope is gone have you often asked yourself is there a reason to go Mercy of God. five minutes from now we don't know what's coming 30 seconds from now 
glad this morning uh, that I that I know one who knows what lies ahead and, and he he holds tomorrow this morning don't know about tomorrow I just live from day to
Amen. Thank the Lord this morning. Don't you appreciate the presence of the Lord? His grace, His mercy, and His goodness. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. The book of Hebrews this morning. The book of Hebrews. book of Hebrews this morning. Again, want to thank you for being in the house of the Lord. And uh, again, trust you've had a good weekend. And again, I know, I know how difficult it is to stay focused on the Lord in times like we're in during the week. It is tough. Thank you, brother. It is tough and difficult. A lot of distractions, a lot of things. I mean, you, you can't even look at your phone these days without getting distracted and getting focused on something else. But this morning, I thank God for Sunday morning when we can gather and look to Him. Forget every single problem that's out there. They'll still be there. But this morning, we can come in here and separate ourselves and pull aside and focus on the one. Again, we've said it a lot. It seems like it's almost been a theme um, over the past few services we've been in here the Lord never promised to take away all the troubles, but he did promise to give you peace this morning, casting all your care on him, for he careth for you. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest this morning. It's a tiring, 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 fatiguing world out there, but we have a Savior who promised rest Rest, rest this morning. Isn't it so good when you're so exhausted to be able to lay down and get some rest this morning? That's what he promised was rest. And then he'll take care of the problems. You just trust in him this morning. Amen. Thank the Lord. Hebrews chapter number two this morning. Hebrews chapter number two. I, I want to be honest this morning and be honest with you and and, uh, and say that I, I would like to address those who have never come to know the Lord this morning. I'd like to address those that are lost, that have never believed on Christ, that have never followed the Lord and belief and repentance in Him this morning. And uh, I, I believe the church would say amen to this, that, that, that we're in a day where, where it seems like less and less and less is getting said to those that are lost. To those that don't know the Lord. I, I don't know if it's that we're trying to keep folks in our own ranks. But this morning I would love to see souls saved this morning. Would you like to see souls saved? I'd like to see the, the baptismal waters stirred. And see God save souls and do a work in the community this morning. And when I was growing up, when I was coming up. It seems like uh, those that were lost who had never come to know the Lord. Were addressed almost every, every service. Uh, sometimes would look at the preacher and say, when are you going to help us, preacher, those of us that are saved? But this morning, I, that's what I want to do. I want to address those that have never come to know the Lord. And I pray those of us that are saved would be in prayer this morning, would seek the Lord, would be honest with ourselves. I pray, uh, my prayer is that, that you would receive encouragement this morning from what's said. And I would ask that you get behind us this morning in prayer and labor in prayer it's Hebrews chapter number 2. We're going to read nine verses, uh, beginning with verse number 1. Hebrews chapter number 2, beginning in verse number 1. The, this epistle that was written to the Hebrews begins in chapter 1 with 14 verses, and we'll deal with those. But 
In chapter number 2, the reading of God's Word. And let me ask this, if you found your place, would you say amen? amen? Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. Verse number three, how shall we escape if we no neglect so great salvation? Which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them which that heard him. God also bearing them witness both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come, whereof you speak. But at verse number 6, the Bible says, But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownedest him with glory and honor. And didst not set him over the work of thy hands. Verse number 8. Thou hast put all things into, in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. Verse number 9. What do we see? We see Jesus. Who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. And let me read the last part of verse number 9 in case there's any confusion this morning. The Bible says that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for who? Every man. Thank God for the reading of his word. I'm interested this morning... In verse number 1, 2, and 3, where the Bible says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. With the Lord's help this morning, I'd like to preach on this subject. Pay attention. Pay attention. Father in heaven, thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you for the mercy and the grace of God. Thank you for the reality of Christ in us. The hope of glory. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us a wonderful Sunday morning. Thank you for the moving and the troubling of the waters that we've known in our presence. Lord, and thank you that when you're stirred, we know that you're near. And Father, I ask you, Lord, this morning, while you're near, Lord, I ask you to deal with the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls this morning. Lord, I pray if there's one in this building that has never been saved and never come to you, that you would show them their need of you. I pray, Father, that you would draw them with cords of love. Father, that you would draw them with cords of grace. Lord, you said that your goodness would lead men to repentance. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you would draw men, women, boys, and girls by your goodness to your precious side this morning. Thank you for the saving grace of our precious Savior. Thank you, Lord, that you did bleed, that you did die, that you did rise again, and you offer salvation and you offer grace to all who would believe. I pray this morning that you would make things clear, not confusing. 
I pray, Lord, this morning that you would bring clarity. And, Lord, Father, not bewilderment. I pray, Father, this morning that you would bring salvation instead of bondage. And whatsoever you see fit to do, Lord, we'll be sure and quick to give you praise. Please encourage your saints and save the lost this morning. And whatsoever you do, we'll be sure to give you praise, honor, and glory in the house this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, that name you said to pray in, Father, we do humbly pray. And the church said, amen, amen and amen. In the book of Hebrews chapter number 2, the Bible tells us in verse number 1, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed. And simply put this morning, what that means is pay attention. Growing up, my dad would often remind me at critical times and at epic times in my life, Son, you need to pay attention. There would be times growing up that that I was in my youth and did not make much of the situation that laid right in front of me. But my father would be quick to look at me and say, now son, right here is a time to pay attention. There was many times growing up that as a young man, uh, as Paul said, I, when I was a child, I spake as a child. Basically, I acted as a child, did as a child, walked as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. But you know this morning as a child, it's easy to get distracted at important and critical times. But this morning uh, on September the 24th in year 2023 at exactly 1129 a.m., it's time to pay attention this morning. It's time to pay attention. And if you have made it to God's house and you've found yourself numbered with those that sit here this morning, it's time to pay attention. Uh, from the lost and the saved this morning, it's time to pay attention. Not to what Brother Jay says, uh, not to what the choir says, but it's time this morning to pay attention to what the Holy Spirit of God is saying in His Word. The Bible tells us, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed Therefore, we ought to pay attention. It seems like I've already stated that there is a call to sinners that have listened and listened. But this morning, the word of God calls us to hear. Therefore, whatever, uh, what in the world does therefore mean? Whenever you see the word therefore, you should find out what it's there for. Therefore, the Bible says we ought to give the more earnest heed. That means that it is necessary for us to listen this morning. Yeah, there is a need of that listening and paying attention is right and it is proper. There has always been a question when someone is seemingly going overboard. Is this really necessary? This morning, that's the question of a lot of folk this morning about what we're doing, about why we gather, about why we sing, about why we teach, about why we pray, about why we strive, about why we work, and about why we labor. This morning, a lot of times the world questions and says, is that really necessary? But according to the word of God, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heat. It is a 
necessary thing that we listen this morning. Sometimes when my little girl Charlotte pitches a fit, I look over, I look at her and I say, now, sweetheart, is that really necessary? Uh, sometimes it is and sometimes it is not. But this morning in this church service, it is necessary that we pay attention. Uh, this word, uh, therefore, this word we ought, it implies seriousness. It implies desperation. It implies a matter of fact. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed. Uh, that is, this word heed this morning in verse number one is a Greek word, persico. And it's a word picture. It, it simply means to draw in our mind the picture of bringing a ship. Into a harbor, into land. Uh, this morning, if you've gathered here this morning, if God would help us, if God would help the preacher, if God would help the teachers, if God would help the singers, the testifiers, and those that are praying this morning, I'd just like to draw you in like a ship in an ocean, in a port. You've seen them come in many times in the bays. They've been drawn in uh, to dock, drawn into bay. And may while your mind is swirling, while you're thinking about work, while you're thinking about the job place, while you're thinking about politics, while you're thinking about the social issues, while you're thinking about what's going on down at the county seat this morning, I'd like to draw your heart and draw your mind in for just a moment so that you might give the more earnest heed. It's not just a normal heed. It's not just a, hey, listen, or it's not just a, hey, I'd like to tell you something. No, this morning, sinner friend, it is a, it is a call to pay attention. You remember in school when your mind would gather, you'd be, uh, boys, you'd be looking over at the pretty girl or girls, you'd be looking over at the quarterback boy or whoever, or, uh, or, or that one that you liked, that you had the heart throb while the teacher was given a lesson that was important for the test that was upcoming. I'm talking about important for the test that was upcoming and you're not paying attention and all of a sudden the teacher says, hey, pay attention. This is important this morning. That's what I'm here to do, Brother Terry. I'm just simply here to say, hey, stop the distractions. Hey, stop the looking around. Hey, stop the wondering of the mind. It's time to pay attention this morning. It's time to pay attention. Again, let me stress, it is not time to pay attention to me or pay attention to the deacons or pay attention to the teachers or pay attention to the choir. It's time to pay attention to that drawing in your heart that you felt this morning while the choir was singing. It's time for to pay attention to the work that God is doing this morning. Pay attention because there's a test coming at the end of this thing. Amen. So what should I pay attention to, Brother Jay? You should pay attention this morning. Firstly, what should you pay attention to? Secondly, what should you hear? The Word of God says in verse number 1, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. What does that mean? We should give, uh, what does that mean in context of what Paul is saying here? Well, Paul has already spoken to him in verses 1 through 14 of chapter number 1. And what has he said? God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days 
spoken unto us by his son. This morning, you don't have to hear me. You don't have to hear the songs. And you don't have to hear the testimonies. But I would call on you this morning to hear the Lord Jesus Christ. Hear the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah this morning. God hath in these last days had spoken unto us by his son. And there was a question in the Hebrew believer's mind. That's why the whole book of Hebrews was written. There was a question in their mind of could they place all their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as their high priest. And Paul, the writer, whoever it was, wrote an entire letter to them saying you can place your entire trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hear him. Hear him this morning. In the book of Matthew, chapter number 17, Elijah, Moses, and Christ were on the Mount of Transfiguration. And Peter, James, and John stood by. You know the story when the cloud covered the mountain and Peter got all excited and said, we ought to build three tabernacles, one for Moses, one for Elias, and one for you, Lord. And uh, there was a voice from heaven that sounded and said, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. And again, this morning, let me say something. You may not want to listen to me this morning, but I beg you, I plead with you, I implore with you this morning that you hear the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ that says, come, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Let us reason together this morning. Come to me. Hallelujah. You say, Brother Jay, you're passionate. Yes, I am, because I know what's at stake if you don't pay attention this morning. Hallelujah. Hear Christ. Jesus said in John 5 and 24, Verily I say unto you, He that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. Hallelujah. Here Christ, God is spoken by His Son. In the book of Hebrews chapter number 6 and verse number 19 and 20. The Bible says, which hope we have is an acre of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which eternal, and, and, and that which is eternal into that which, enter, uh, excuse me, and which entereth into the, within the veil, whether the forerunner for us is entered, even Jesus made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Listen to him, church. Listen to him. Oh, this morning, firstly, pay attention. Secondly, pay attention to what? What should you hear? You should hear what Christ has said. Listen this morning in verse number 2 of Hebrews. The Bible says, For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and a disobedience received a just recompense of word. Listen this morning. The word spoken by angels was steadfast under the law, and not one transgression or disobedience made it past God's eyes under the law. Do you understand that this morning? Not one sin. Not, there was no winking at sin. There was no sleight of hand. Every single sin did not escape the eye of God. This is important this morning. 
But the inescapable truth is that if you neglect so great a salvation this morning, if you neglect what Jesus has said, you will not escape this morning the judgment of God. Let me say that one more time. If you do neglect the word of Christ and the invitation of Christ and the drawing of Christ that says, come to me and I will in no wise cast you out. You will not escape the great condemnation and the judgment of God if you neglect to pay attention this morning. That's the inescapable truth this morning. That's the inescapable truth. The Bible says, For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast in every transgression and disobedience, received a, 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 a just recompense of reward. What he's saying is, look, Hebrews, if, if you look down every sin that's ever passed, and that it, that it has received the reward of God, the judgment of God for disobedience, how shall we escape? In verse number three, if we neglect... So great salvation, escape. That word means to flee away. Listen this morning. Listen to me. Pay attention this morning. I've always had this thing about me that I wanted to take my own vehicle everywhere I go. I, I just, it's something about what, ever since I turned 16 and old enough to get a truck. Uh, and, and, and I've been driving everywhere I've went. I've wanted to take a vehicle. And you say, Brother Jay, why is that? Because I'm so scared that I will get in a situation that I can't get out of. You ever been there this morning? I'm talking about you're in a situation, can't believe how you got here, you rode with someone else. And listen, I'm not saying if you ever ask me to ride anywhere with you that I won't ride with you. I'd be glad to. But you've been there this morning. You get in a situation you don't want to be. You get her, uh, in a certain, certain, uh, certain posture that, uh, that nobody told you you was going to get in. And there you are. You're sitting there. You can't what? You can't flee this morning. You can't flee. I've always wanted to have my own vehicle in any situation so that if I needed to flee away in any uncomfortable situation that I could. But hear me, my lost friend, this morning, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and if you have neglected so great a salvation, you will not flee if you have neglected him this morning. If you have failed to pay attention. What is salvation? The church asked me in the questionnaire what salvation is. Salvation simply means deliverance, preservation, safety. And this morning, church, Christ is offering you escape, deliverance, preservation. Pay attention. He says, come unto me. Let us reason together. He has tasted your death. He has paid the price. Turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful grace this morning. We have heard the joyful sound. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. And if I could come to Christ this morning for you, I would, knowing what I know. If I could make the decision for you to come to the Lord Jesus Christ, I would. But if you would, by faith, take a step towards Him in obedience and repentance and faith, He would save your soul this morning. You can take it to the bank. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. 
Hallelujah. This so great salvation. This so great salvation this morning. Oh, yes, the great escape. In verse number 17, the Bible says, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest, high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Call unto him, come unto him, allow him to draw you with cords of love. There is no escape outside of Christ. Pay attention, sinner friend, this morning. He has set the table. Come home. Believe the gospel. And repentance in faith. Look to him and he will save you this morning. I don't know about you, children of God. Can y'all help me this morning? I'm glad I'm saved. I've never been sorry that I trusted his name. Every moment I find him exactly the same. Though my soul has been weary and gets weary, I've never been sorry that I trusted his name. We have heard the joyful sound. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. I plead with you this morning. Look to Christ. Let's read it again. How shall we escape? That's a question this morning that has an answer inside of it. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? There is no escape this morning. You'll not talk your way out of it on the day of judgment. You'll not reason with God. Now he's willing to reason. You understand? Come, come let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. He's willing to reason today. Come and speak to him. Come and pray with him. Come and look to God for salvation. But on that day, there'll be no reasoning. Time is over. The clock has stopped ticking. The harvest is come and gone, Brother Terry, and we are not saved. That's what they said in Jeremiah. But this morning, hallelujah. Are you paying attention this morning? I'm talking about this morning. This morning. There's time. They say, ah, oh, Brother Jay, he ain't come yet. And I've got plenty of time, and they've been telling me that for a while. Oh, hear me this morning. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Brother Terry is coming with a song as we all sit here. Come on, Brother Terry. <clears throat> Sister, if you would, come. And this morning, as we linger... I'm not trying to pull a decision out of you this morning. Now listen, there's one thing about me this morning. I will not, I will not try to give some overpowered, some kind of overpressured altar call this morning. But I will do my best to be sensitive to the Lord. And I believe that while this choir was singing, and I believe that while the words have been said this morning, and the songs have been sung, the goodness of God, He never gave up this morning. While God is dealing, I believe that the Lord is drawing some, Brother Terry, 
to himself. I believe, Brother Ron, that God is drawing some to himself. And so what we're going to do right now, and again, we're not going to give no kind of overpowered, overpressured invitation, but what we're going to do is we're fixing to stand. And I'm fixing to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes. And if God has dealt with you in any way, see, we make this thing so confusing this morning that this has got to happen or that's got to happen or this has got to happen. The Lord's helped His people this morning. The Lord's been here. And Jesus said, except the one that sent me, draw him. I just believe the Lord's been drawing this morning. I believe the Lord's been pulling on some hearts this morning. You say, well, Brother Jay, I got to do this. 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 No, this morning, pay attention. If he's calling, you come. And he will in no wise cast out. I've heard men say, you got to do this, you got to do this, and you got to do that. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is what? The gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Bless his name, for we, have, we are his workmanship, created into Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Sinner friend, this morning, if you'll respond to him, He'll save you this morning. If you response, respond and believe on Christ. Oh, what did Jesus say? Oh, we try to make it so complicated. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, he that heareth my words. What does that mean? He that pays attention. that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me what hath everlasting life and shall not I didn't say this I didn't say this Jesus said this he that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation and is passed from death unto life. Listen to me. Pay attention this morning. As a 10-year-old little boy, as a 10-year-old little boy, I didn't know what to do and I didn't know what to say. But all I knew is that God was turning over some rocks in here. And I responded the best way I knew how. The best way I knew how, brother. I responded the best way that I knew how. I responded in the affirmative. Now, there's been testimonies. Now, Brother Terry's about to see. There's been testimonies of people that said, when I stepped out of the pew, I felt like God saved me. I felt like I was saved before I had the pew. That's good. That's good. What is that? That's a response in the affirmative. That's a response saying, God, I agree with you. And if that's what's happened this morning, that's good ground. There's been those that's prayed for hours. There's been those that God has troubled for weeks and months. Some of you in here this morning, God dealt with you for weeks. My dad's one of those. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a product of God dealing with me and showing me in one service that I needed to respond. 
but however God does it. And I'm gonna, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way this morning. I don't care if you do it at home, if you do it driving back down the road in your vehicle, I don't care if you do it while you're sitting at the lunch table at the restaurant that you're about to go eat at. We're about to break here in just a second and go eat a bite. I don't care where you do it, but I would prefer that it was now. Because now is the time, of, is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Pay attention this morning child of God or sinner friend this morning pay attention child of God to what's being said Christ is calling you he lived he bled he took your sins upon himself he bore in your his body the marks of sin and death he gave his back to the cat of nine tails he bore the burden that you could not bear he drank the cup that you could not drink he faced the judgment that you could not handle and he rose victorious over death hell and the grave and he says come come how long ago that's has that been that's well bless the lord i'm about to have a shouting fit this morning that's been over two thousand years ago and you know what he's got preachers saying all over this country this morning to this day, you know what he's got them saying? Come. Come to Christ. Hallelujah. Come to the Lord. As we all stand with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you want to pray for those that are here this morning, feel free to come and pray for those that are lost this morning. Oh, that would be just fine. For the people of God to pray for those that need the Lord. And if you're here this morning, you need to respond in the affirmative to the gospel this morning. Let's respond in the affirmative to Christ. I would tell you, pay attention. Coming to Him, He'll save you this morning. As Brother Terry sings, every head bowed and every eye closed, follow the Lord.